Welcome to the Flicky Podcast, where even good films get bad reviews. I am your host, Chris, and I am joined by the man of the hour, Mr. John. How you doing? I'm all right, man. Gearing up. Gearing up for Greece. Gearing up for Greece, and uh, which just so happens to be we watched a quote-unquote Greek movie. Well, it's a movie set in Greece. It's, it's a little loose, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the extras are Greek. Yeah. And they kept <laughs> reusing them. So they found the Greekest man they could find who was very Greek looking and just kept him in the put, background put of the every old, scene. Put the fisherman's cap on him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's fun. Someone was watching Zorba when they were making this yeah. movie. <laughs> he does look a little like uh, he could be Anthony Quinn's brother, <laughs> who was made an honorary Greek, wasn't actually Greek. So. Was he really? No, he was Mexican, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> And other things, it's I think, he's but been he a, was Mexican. Because I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute, but he was in another movie that's set in Greece where he plays a Greek. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. I'll talk about it now, I guess. Okay. Uh, I've, I, since I've been in this Greek mood yeah. stuff late, uh, the last month, I watched uh, The Guns of Navarone. Uh, I've never seen The Guns of Navarone. Oh, it's a great movie. Watch it on yeah. Netflix. I highly recommend it. Okay. I, I didn't watch it for years. It was one of those movies like my grandmother loved. She loved yeah. men on a mission movies, and she loved like the which, Dirty Dozen. And she loves stuff like that. It's which is so she loves the Dirty Dozen. She yeah. loved, excuse me. <laughs> and um, it's weird because she was so like uh, herself authoritative, but like she was into the anti-authority films, like the Dirty Dozen, the Professionals, right. the Guns of Navarone. Yeah, okay, all this shit. So Quinn plays uh, a a guy from Crete. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so I mean, I guess. Anytime, he got kind of typecast as a Greek guy. When he <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But my favorite, my favorite thing is when I'm watching because it's a great movie. I wound up watching it for the first time last August when I was in Florida. Okay, I just felt like watching it, and I loved it. However, Gregory Peck is the star of the movie, and he uh, is supposed to be able to speak perfectly and fluently both German and Greek. And he tries to in the movie. They have him doing it in the film. Yes, but his German was so bad, and I guess there were a lot more German uh, speakers in America in the 60s, uh-huh. that he had to be dubbed. It was no. awful. Yeah. So anytime he spoke German, it's so it him. would be Gregory Peck, and then he would speak German, and it would be another voice? It's another voice. That's They Holy try to, I guess, make shit. it sound like him, because it, it's pretty flawless. They yeah, did a good job. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's you, not, it's not, would you know that if you didn't look it no. up? No. I okay. thought it was him speaking. Wow. Um, okay. But his Greek... Him say endoxy. Yeah. I love it. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it's as bad as it sounds. Yeah. And yeah. they definitely said, we don't need a translator for that because there's not a lot of Greeks here in America who will notice <laughs> yeah, how bad get, that sounds. We'll get away with this. Because it's, it's yeah, as the bad. Greeks didn't it's really bad. come flooding in until the 70s and Bro. after. So Endoxy. If it was Italian, he wouldn't have been able to get away with that. They would have they would have dubbed the Italian too. Puise. Yeah. You know, oh, is that really what he, how he says it? Oh, everything very slow, drawn out. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I feel now bad I don't for him. I, see I would, the movie. That would be me. You know. I mean he doesn't do it often, but enough, you know, it's enough. Yeah, yeah. But he and he speaks it perfectly, man. That is that's, funny. That's what's so funny. About right, it. yeah. Like they say it in the film. They make a point to say he speaks oh, yeah. perfect Greek. They say it three times, and he says it to the German when he, like, holds him up at near the end of the movie. He's like, remember, and he then puts the gun into him. I speak German perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, sure, I guess. Okay. Um, that is funny. 
uh, also another thing about Greece. Uh, do you see, they came. They didn't come out with a teaser, but they came out with like a thirty second thing on Netflix. Uh, Knives Out Two is coming out. Oh this yeah, year, and it's set in Greece. Really? They sent the, they sent the teaser out for that? Not the teaser. It was just like uh, Benoit Blanc is coming back. And like then, a spot. It was a spot. It was and a TV list, spot. And they listed the uh, entire like cast. Oh okay. I forgot exactly. It's something. Um, a Knives Out mystery. I forgot exactly okay, what cool. the title was. And then they came out with, uh, yesterday, David O. Russell's trailer for his new movie. Oh, what's he doing? Is um, Jennifer Lawrence in it? Uh, yeah. Uh, she is. Everyone's in it that he <laughs> has worked with. And, and yeah. then new people. So he's got Christian Bale as the star. Okay. Chris Rock is in it. Uh, De Niro. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's uh, all of his people. Um, the working title for these movies, for his movie, was like really weird for a lo- while, and then he just called it Amsterdam. Okay. Even Do we know what it's about? Um, it's about like, from what I gathered, it was like a public corruption trial. Okay. So, so it's based on a true story. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it seems like a David O. Russell. Like you have either like David O. Russell or you don't. I think there's not. I, f- I didn't see Joy. I didn't. I, Joy sucked. Yeah, I heard it sucked. I thought American Hustle was a stupid movie. Um, I enjoy it though. Yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. It's got a great cast. He writes, yeah, we always cast his movies well. Yeah, he's good with that. So it's a, f- it's fun, I guess. But I just think it, a lot of it doesn't work. I, you know, I thought the costumes and the aesthetic <laughs> and stuff. It just felt like a cheap Scorsese knockoff. It was, I just oh, found yeah. it to well, be a yeah, ridiculous he's, film. He's bi- yeah, he's big. And I thought. Cooper's character was a ridiculous character. <laughs> like it was like a cartoon. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, I understand. It's just a fun. Bo- if if you don't think of it that way, though, you just be like, well, yeah. But it's like it is. It's trying to take itself a little seriously. It's it's. Oh, he's Oscar baby. Yeah. Oh, he wants to win an Oscar for right. sure. So um, I'm just gonna make a Scorsese knockoff yeah. with fun costumes and colors and all the movie stars in the world, and yes. you know, then we'll send it in. I mean, he had Jennifer Lawrence at 23 playing like a divorcee with an yes. eight year old, and she's terrible in the film. Yeah. Because she doesn't. It's not her best that's, work. I mean, she's 23, and yeah. she's playing a divorcee who's with an eight-year-old. Like, yeah. you know, that's why are you casting her Did you as he- that? Did you hear what she said about that movie when she was there? What? She was like, oh, I was so excited. I was going in. I'm going to be making that with Batman, you know, Christian Bale. Okay. I'm excited. And the first time I see him, he's gained 80 pounds for the role, <laughs> shaved his head for a bald spot. I'm like, yeah. oh. That's, that's funny. not what I thought I was going to be dealing with. Here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is funny. So that's that. Those, that's the news in this week in movies. Nothing really else crazy. Okay. Uh, so let's go into Mamma Mia. Yeah. What'd you think? Before we go yeah. into the plot, what was what is the overarching thought? Uh, it's not a good film. <laughs> Listen, I'm not again, I am not a musical fan. Yeah. But I'm going to get into criticisms of this movie and it's I am going to be I guess a, a little I don't know if it's hypocritical, uh-huh. but this doesn't operate as a normal musical and the reason I'm not a musical fan, this movie doesn't uh uh doesn't do what musicals do. Mm-hmm. Uh which is break into song at the dramatic apex of a scene. Yeah. Which is what musicals do, right? So instead of having the dramatic apex, generally the formula is once we get to a certain emotional height of a of a scene, particular scene, then the the song 
breaks out right so that makes mm -hmm. that that's sort of the formula that's why i don't like musicals because okay I love like great scenes. I love dialogue. Like it's not a knock against musicals. It's just their nature. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm ready. Like they're about to have like a big ball out fight, let's say. Yeah. And instead they sing about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I just want you guys to like act. Um, that's just me though. Okay. I mean, that's why I love. Uh, and I was very surprised by Hamilton, uh, because the whole thing is just a musical. Like yeah, yeah I'm they not expecting. They're, they're just singing well the whole thing. So yeah. I'm able to just sit back and enjoy it and mm -hmm. for the for what it is. Um, this movie doesn't do that. It does it a little in the last the few moments. So at the end, I was about to say, um, other than, so the first hour of the movie, I'm like, ugh, whatever. The last like 45 minutes, I actually liked. I thought it gets better after she, um, they have the, the party. Oh, really? I like the beginning more than the end. I thought I was able to enjoy it more after, and I actually thought it felt uh, more um, cohesive. In mm -hmm. terms of combining the music and what was happening with the characters, I felt the first hour they're just playing Abba's hits. There's oh, yeah. no, there's no like rhyme <laughs> or reason. It's not really connected to the scene. Uh -huh. um, you know, when, for example, just to jump into it, I guess when Meryl Streep discovers the three guys there, she just starts singing "Mamma Mia." Yes, it doesn't really have to do with what the fuck she just saw and who these guys huh. are. It's just three guys she fucked twenty years ago. Yeah. And she's like, Mama Mia, <laughs> here we go again. And it's like, what? Go what again? What do you mean? There's three of them in a room together 20 years later. They don't, they never knew each other. You didn't have a three, four some with them. <laughs> and obviously, I'm being, I guess, harsh because like the music existed before the musical. So the musical is created to pin it to the music. So it's yes. not like the music would be created for this scene. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's a weakness of a musical. Don't fucking make a musical about these songs and then make the scene not about the song at all. Um, and I thought that happens throughout the entire first hour. But that's where the best songs are. I know, I guess. <laughs> that's where the best songs are. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't have a – I mean, wh what do you have to say? Because I don't have – I have specific notes, I guess. Oh, I have, I have a lot of notes, especially about the plot. The, the plot is a little over the place in certain ways. But yeah. I would – I also I, thought it was bullshit. We don't actually find out who the real father is. That's such a I, – I, Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll like save that to the end. Cop-out nonsense. Because yeah. I want to know – well, I'll save it for the end, but I do want to know who you think the father is. I, um, doesn't, okay. It doesn't really matter, but doesn't it's matter. still a thing. Um, I can – I kind of compare this um, – I know it's different because this is a jukebox musical. And the other movie is a biopic, but I do kind of compare it to. Is that a technical term, jukebox yes, musical? Correct. That is a technical you're term. You're using, yeah, you're using, you're doing a musical based off uh, other pop hits, pop hits that were previously released. Gotcha. So this is a jukebox mu okay. musical, and the other one's a biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody's biopic. Essentially, uh, there are similarities in it. Right. If you enjoy the music of ABBA, which I have grown to, I didn't like it as a kid. Uh, but now that I'm older, I realize kind of the genius that they were. They were, they were very good. Okay. Um, you will enjoy yourself in this movie, and it's enjoyable, uh -huh. and you'll be entertained. And you could tell the actors had fun making this movie because it was yeah. probably very light. They, they're not going for Oscars. They're not trying to redo the musical like Moulin Rouge or something like that. They're just trying to make a solid, entertaining movie that's going to make a lot of money, hopefully make Amanda Seyfried a star, and call the day. Yeah. Um, so I think in a lot of ways it actually kind of worked on that level. 
the story is odd um but once you know once gimme 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 a man after moonlight comes on you're just you know you're just yeah <laughs> you know you're just having fun with it yeah you know? i mean yeah so uh, on the positive side i did i like all the actors in this film and forget the singing because that's a sp separate thing so we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that. that oh yeah but the acting is really great i think it's a lot of fun pierce brosnan firth and Skarsgård with streep and uh baranski and uh the other british actress i don't know who that is i know her i i've known her name she's not and then amanda seafried even dominic cooper i didn't know he was the groom in yeah. this the boyfriend um they all do a great job. They're all fun. They they are yeah. having fun. Like, to your point, they are having fun with each other. Absolutely. Even in the scenes, they all, I thought, had chemistry. I thought they yeah. all had great chemistry with each other. Mm -hmm. Streep had chemistry with all three of the guys. The guys had chemistry with the, with the, them, be, each other. And, like, uh, like they each had these distinct personalities. It all yeah. – they had chemistry with the daughter, even, which yeah. actually, uh, like, their relationship with, with her in each scene where they're talking to her, it's all fun. Yeah. And um, it all works. So mm -hmm. it's in terms of the casting, as far as the pure acting goes, it's awesome. I wrote a note where I think this movie and uh, The Devil Wears Prada actually really shows how good of an actress Meryl Streep is. Uh huh. Because when you, you know, obviously she's one of the best actresses ever. And, you know, you see her dramatic flair. But she elevates stuff. I'm not. I, the Devil Wears Prada, I think, is actually a very solid movie. Yeah, this that's is, a good. This it, this isn't that on that level. <laughs> yeah. But like she raises the material she's given with those in those in these those two movies and makes something out of it. Right. Like I a mean, great performance, and she's good. In, she's very good in this movie. She's great in The Devil Wears Prada. But like I really, when I'm watching, I'm like, I you could tell Meryl Streep's just a excellent actress just watching this movie yeah well because honestly that character could have been really boring yeah really unlikable um, she's very expressive in this movie with her yeah. face i mean she she does i mean it's really meryl streep's acting that creates the relationships because i actually uh, uh th that sorry my problem with this that movie character. is that she doesn't really have a relationship with her daughter yeah, I, but that's a problem. This but the, the scenes together were, were like, you know, even the scene where she's dressing her for the wedding and she's talking about the fathers and stuff. Yeah, um, I thought was really nice. And Meryl Streep got emotional and she does clearly oh, love yeah. her. I mean, I got the sense that she is kind of this mom that's like a workaholic and is a bit detached, but is fun loving and free. And she's yeah. not overly motherly. I like, more of a friend. Yes. So also, she's not in a ton of scenes with the daughter that's together, what i'm saying There's which is by design of... right because like she like we have an hour and 39 minutes bro yeah well the thing is too it's it's like they're doing this uh sort of shakespearean comedic comedy of errors yeah where it's like oh she sees the three men and the daughter doesn't know that she knows mm -hmm. And so we have to keep them separated so they don't like communicate with goes each other on way that too the long. other one knows, and it goes on for a while. That's why way I don't like the we part, part we, of why I don't like the first. We could have added more stuff towards the end instead of having that. It goes on yes. way too long. Yeah, um, it, it actually at a point doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm no. like, this is silly. They would find out. I mean, you kind of buy it because it's a it's a fun first, stupid sure. musical. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I don't know. Watching the film, it's it is one of those films where I'm like, this definitely works better on stage because even the dance oh, numbers. Yeah. They're just fucking random. Okay, I want to talk. About, 
There's a lot of arbitrary, and this all happens in the first hour. The big dance numbers are in the first hour, right? Where they're on the beach. Like, it becomes more. Stag party. Yeah. Yeah. So it becomes more intimate towards the end of the stag party Mm -hmm. and in the church where mm-hmm. it's now all the main characters are all in it together, so we just focus on them. Yeah. So that's a much smaller kind of uh, intimate music, like when Brosnan's doing SOS with Meryl Streep. Uh, that's my favorite part of the film, <laughs> by the way. I'll, yeah, I, well, Genuinely. I, I like it for emotional reasons, and then I like it just for the irony. We'll talk about it when we actually get into that scene, but I just it's I laugh every time I watch that. Because yeah. it's, it's both great and awful at the same time right um yeah i agree with that uh, <laughs> but i do think dramatically it actually like i was able to actually oh, yeah. oh, enjoy it as a dramatic relationship and an expression through music i was in a way in which i i mean i was most surprised by pierce brosnan's acting in this movie i thought pierce brosnan he's, was excellent he is excellent in, in this, this movie. movie he really is good he steals every fucking scene he's, he's in very good in this movie he's so good <laughs> like like he does not phone it in at all no, that's something I'll say. None of the actors are really felt no. like they. None of them phoned it in, dude. No, they, they took it as really... we're gonna let's do, try to do a good job with this material yeah. and have fun. Yeah, and that was su- that was the most surprising works. part to me. I'm like, like when Brosnan at the end. The, this is why I like the last, the second half, really the last third of the film the most. When Brosnan's having those scenes with the daughter and then with Meryl Streep, I'm like, this is really good. Yeah, like it, like you feel like his pain. He's got he's and his. Uh, uh, I don't know, like his gravitas. He's got a gravitas to his character. Yeah, well, um, he he uses his James Bond charisma a little bit, yes. and it works. Yeah, it works, man. It works. Yeah, you, you know? can see like, oh yeah, this guy. I mean, it reminds me why he's my favorite Bond. Yeah, you, you know why he became Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you sure. know why, like, but he that I he agree can with take you. Control of his scene. I agree. Like, he and, contr- yes. takes control. But it's not only his charisma that was good because he obviously utilizes it a lot. But like you said, his uh, earnestness yes. with Sophie, he, because yeah. I never found Brosnan to be that great of an actor. Uh, uh-huh. He's good at what he does, which is fine. Yeah, he's yeah, very yeah. good at the charisma. He's very got a movie good. star charisma for sure. Absolutely, and he's very good at like doing like the self-deprecating thing because like I am so good looking. Yeah. He's and he's good at that. Yeah, he's yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, he's got a good sense of humor. He he's never been one for really, uh, you know dramatic flair and he pulls it off in this movie he's very he's good in it yeah he's good at what like he will actually it's actually an underrated performance because you're never gonna talk about mama mia here's the thing you're never gonna talk about mama mia because like no one's gonna say you ever see mama mia the acting in that is great no like people just go yeah it's a fun dumb movie i like this i like i love abba yeah love the film yeah but like the actors actually won't get the credit they deserve because you don't go into this film for the acting no and they actually do a great job. It's it's the biggest positive, and that was the most surprising part of the movie mm-hmm. for me. Um, so again, that becomes it become because of the dramatic uh, progression of the plot, and the characters are actually trying to get to the bottom of this because it it escalates in that last third. Yeah, that's why it's my favorite part of the, and why I think that those last forty five minutes are the best part of the movie because. These characters are interacting with each other, be like, yo, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. My daughter, blah, 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 bring me down the aisle, all that stuff, and mm-hmm. talking on the ship, like, what just happened at that party last night? Yeah. And you're having these great actors talking, acting mm-hmm. in these scenes, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. You know, so that's why I like it the most. I agree. Uh, so let's go right into, I guess, let's go a little bit with the plot of the movie. Um, I, 
I I know I said I liked the beginning. Uh, I actually hated the opening shot though, where it's it is it is so Disney. Oh, when she opening. runs on the deck. No, no, with, no, with the, not even that. I, I I can accept that. It's when uh sh- the when she's silhouetted and she's yes. sending the letters. She's sending the letters to the father and she's singing that song and you see the moonlight and just how she's singing it. It sounds like a Disney movie. Uh huh. And when I first watched it, I was like, oh, man, I really want to shut this off like back, you know, 10 years ago. Right. And I stuck through it, you know, whatever. But I that's how this movie starts. It starts yeah, with yeah, the yeah. cliched Disney longing opening. Then they go into the montage of the three pr- prospective fathers mm-hmm. making their way to Greece. And they actually chose the locations based off of um, where the play is famous and stuff. Oh, so really? Pierce Brosnan's Because it's, it's just so Pierce people Brosnan's know it's a made-up uh, island. It's called Calogheri. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, they always do that in these movies. It's always yeah, yeah. a fake Greek island for some reason. It's not oh, is real. it? Yeah, Guns of Navarone, is these, those are fake islands. Navarone is not real, and no, neither is Kiros. Right, okay. So, um, so Piers Brosnan is, even though he's a Brit, he's from, uh, he's coming from New York, so Broadway. Colin Firth is British, so West they both End. they both do the West End, which yeah. is originally was West End. It was West End. Yeah, I, I looked I was, it up. Yes. I thought it was Broadway. I was like, um, well, I get. I didn't know. I guessed it was Broadway. That yeah, was wrong. and then uh, Skarsgård, Swedish, so it's ABBA. Like they all represent. Uh, That's where yeah, that montage that makes is sense. coming from. Right, right. Okay. Um, and it's pretty good. You know, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's goes fun. really quickly. Uh, a lot of a uh, confluence of events, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a that, that's know? all fun stuff. That's all fun comedic. It's all fun stuff. Again, comedy comedy of error shit. Yeah. It all works. Yeah. Um. So basically, just so you know. I if people forget or haven't seen it, I, I don't know why you're listening to this. You haven't seen it, but uh, <laughs> she has she discovers her mom's diary, and her mom describes three men that she had flings with from exact from the time basically right before she yeah, was she born. was so she was dumping th- she was dumping her pen in the company ink. yes exactly she was having a <laughs> she grand was at, old time and I, I don't care yeah no 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 go no for slut it. shaming here yeah I, I i was more annoyed at the fact that like you never uh, just to jump ahead like colin firth <laughs> yeah. winds up being gay uh goes you know which he, i didn't find him to be gay in the movie but sure. no it, i i thought it was they made it they made they insinuated it on the boat and i thought yeah, they we'll were talking past each other yeah I, and then that he, was meant to be co- comedic and yeah, yeah but anyway colin firth is like oh i didn't you know i never had she, he doesn't have kids and he goes yeah. I, I, oh i wish i had a daughter i would have spoiled her rotten yeah and then i thought well like well that sucks because if you were the, if you are the father, yeah, and Meryl Streep went twenty years without trying to find you, yeah, um, you know she kind of robbed her daughter of a father, um, and she does it sort of in general. Like if it Donna? ends up being Skarsgård, the writer, yeah. okay, but if it was Pierce Brosnan or Firth, it's like they would have been fathers to this girl. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, I Donna's character, um, she on it. Uh, Honestly, in a lot of ways, everyone is very selfish in this movie. Yeah. No one really gives a sh- really except for Sam, really. Uh and he, he no one everyone tramples on Sophie and like what she actually really wants constantly. Well, Sophie also is constantly confusing people with what oh, they're absolutely. there for. Absolutely. She's never straight up and Don't actually, get me wrong, yes. And it's conf- and it's actually again, this is where it goes on too long to your point it gets dumb yeah. where he's like, "What am I doing here? Just say to them" what you're doing here hey listen there's three one of you is my father yeah and it 
obviously I know that I can't, you can't just say that because it's that would ruin the whole thing the and it's a movie. fun stupid movie get over it I understand <laughs> but it does pull really thin on that suspension of disbelief that oh, you're yeah. supposed to have yeah it doesn't break it it does, you do especially accept because it, I but feel it like it's real it really teeters that line yes I feel even like for a comedic musical if me you and one of our friends just so happened that this happened to us and we had to go to some island we randomly get a goddamn wedding invitation and we start talking about things like we haven't seen Donna in 20 years. I think we would start to put the dots yeah, together. I would pretty at least be quickly. like, is she collecting all her old lovers? To this come would be a conversation. Her? Yeah, yeah, exactly. More and, than, but, you know, again, this isn't real life. An ellipsis. It's, it, you know, it's it's bordering on farcical, which is yes. which is fine. Yeah. But yes. Just so I just got to point that out because that's the experience where I'm like, just say it to him. Why don't you just say it? I don't understand. Why are you telling all three of these guys separately that you're their daughter? Yeah. Um, and even the guys would be like, oh, you're my daughter? Oh, wow. And he's like, wouldn't he think, oh, what about those other two guys? Because mm-hmm. at that point, they all three of them know that they hooked up with her yeah. 20 years ago. It's like, yeah. oh, she doesn't know. You know, but whatever. Yeah, it, yeah that I found Donna – and this also just shows you how good Meryl Streep is because I'm watching it knowing, you know, Donna's kind of an asshole a little bit. Yeah, a little and, bit. And, uh, you know, you, she, Meryl Streep still charms the, the pants off you a little bit. Yeah, she does. I mean, like, you that's know? the thing. In my head, I'm watching it like I'm trying to hold it. Like, intellectually, I'm like, this is shitty. You should have, like, figured this out. Yeah. You shouldn't just tell your daughter, oh, yeah, I don't know who. Yeah. You shouldn't be so upset about this. Like, in, this is intellectually, but experientially, I'm like, I still like this woman. And maybe yeah, I am being a, a little too hard. I'm not saying she's evil or anything. No, like no, that, no, but, no. But you know, it was like eh, bad choices. A little selfish. A yeah, choice. yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, that could potentially very much harm her daughter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, long term. Um, so she sends the letters. The three guys are coming. Her two friends from Britain are on their way, and at the same exact time, Donna's uh, two old friends, uh, the Dynamos. Uh, Tanya and I don't know the other one's name, the British girl's name. Um, yeah. They come all at the same time, and it's, you know, a lot of that whole, like, oh. Yeah, she's got two bridesmaids, and her mom has her two best friends. Yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, you're supposed to get, uh, like, they're kind of similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, and they also live on the island. They live in Greece. Who? Her mom owns the villa. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the, the hotel, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a hotel. I think they— No, no. She, well, she she runs a hotel. Oh, she does. Get I thought correct. they actually own. No, no, like no. these people live there and they pay her. No, rent. because she has the ho- She runs the hotel, and that's when Dominic Cooper's character wants to put it on the interwebs to oh. get people to come. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And that's okay. when they talk about how it's the lovers' paradise, Aphrodite. You know. Yeah. You know all that stuff. Julie Walters is the actress. Julie Walters. Well, it was a character name because I really didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um. She was the yeah. least interesting. Out of she all was all. useless. Rosie. Rosie. I do not even remember them she saying was, her name. She was there for the end to give someone somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, just to add a friend. Just to have a friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need, we need, she has two bridesmaids, so Donna needs two dynamos to do Super Trooper. Yeah. Um, so, uh, another thing, Dominic Cooper looked so young in this movie. Dude, he, and he's not that, he's 30. He was 30 in that movie? Yeah. He's, I looked he's, it up. He's 40-something years old. Yeah. 
Yo, he looks good. Yeah. That's a handsome man. I was like, holy shit, what is he, like 20 in this? And I looked it up. He's 30, dude. He he is he's a like young-looking 30. He's 44 right now. I'm going to look it up to make sure, but What's I'm almost positive. What's his body fat in this movie? 2%? 2%. I don't know. That's why I thought he was so young. I'm like, you're like a teenager. You're built holy like a teenager. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Dominic Cooper God bless him. was 30 years old because it, it came out when? 2008. Yeah. So, so he's probably like 29 when, yeah. he, when he filmed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. He looks great. Yeah, Very and he's fine looking. in the movie. Um, he's all right. Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, should we should we get into? <laughs> so the essentially, mo- essentially, the, a lot of the first I mean, part kind of, of the just movie described the whole film. Yeah, but a lot of the first part of the movie, uh, Donna is constantly complaining about money and how she has her ramshackle hotel, and that's when yeah. you get into some of the ABBA hits like "Money, Money, Money." Uh, it just so happens that Sam and Harry, so Sam is played by Pierce Brosnan. Harry is played by Colin Firth. They just so happen to be like huge finance bros. Yeah. And Skarsgård seems to imply that he's a, I don't know about famous, but he's a successful writer. Yeah, and it, and it seems like his family at least comes from wealth, even though he lives adventurous. But he, right. you know, he has a nice uh, chunk of change behind him. Um, I feel like we'll go into. You know, they never answer the question of who Sophie's dad is, but I feel like there's constant little hints at, as to who, at least what the director thinks the dad is. It always lingers on Pierce Brosnan when he's yes. with Sophie. Um, and, he, and, he, and he certainly has the most fatherly scene with her. Exactly. When he's talking about it's college, constant, and he even constant. gives, yeah. he even confronts Meryl Streep over, like, why is she getting married so young? She should go see the world. Like, being very much the patriarchal to yes her. when sophie finally sees these three guys and who they could be the camera goes from pierce colin stellan uh-huh. then it goes all the way back to pierce and holds it for a, a pretty long beat so it's it's but these... that's not right before pierce is about to pledge his love to meryl street this is in the beginning oh really no oh, yeah there's the there's okay. there's a lot of hints in this movie where at least i think the filmmaker thinks Pierce Brosnan's probably. Or he's the fil- dad. they're filming it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's how I took it watching this movie. Uh, I still don't. Uh, I like to be contrary and think it's not him. Yeah. Do they ever answer it even in the sequel? I don't know. I know Cher's in the sequel. Do you know what happens in the sequel? No. I, you know well, they I, kill Meryl Streep. She's, why? Because she, she didn't want to do it? I don't know, but she's dead in it. Oh, God. I looked it up. That's fucking sad. He's like a widow and, like, yeah, leads to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Cher. Just, ahead there, when but. I saw Cher in the trailer, I was half expecting her to be like, "I'm Cher, bitch," <laughs> you know, like, and then you just say, "Mama Mia," like, whatever, <laughs> whatever Cher does, because that's Cher. That's what she. Yeah. That's how she is. You know? No, Streep is in it. Streep is in it. I guess she's in flashbacks, but she she Holy dies. Shit. They kill her, bro. Yeah. Yes. Uh, wow, that's a good dark turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was they only had Abba's dark Five songs years left? after the events of the first film. Sophie is in Calogetti preparing for the grand reopening in honor of her recently deceased. Mother. Oh, <laughs> that was Meryl saying, I'll do it, but I'll only I'll, you know, 10 minutes screen time. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to do man. this shit again. I had fun 2008, but I don't want right. to do it again. Um, Yeah. Uh, uh, so t- Don is complaining all the time about money. Yet her friend Tanya is fucking hugely wealthy. Uh-huh. And I was just thinking as I'm watching this movie, and I know we're all nitpicking now. Wouldn't Tanya, like, at least 
help her a little bit? I don't get it. It's it, I mean, to be honest, she's gone through three divorces where she's got all the money. through. So it's, it's not like, she, yeah, I mean, she, you know, to be honest, it it, it seems like it almost felt like they're making this a main part of the plot that she's going broke. But then it sort of just takes a backdrop, mm -hmm. at least for me, because I'm Greek and I know how the Greeks are. Everyone who lives in the islands in Greece are fucking broke. They, they still live great. Like they just they chill. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't cost a lot to live on those islands. Yeah. So at least for me, I'm watching this. I'm like, who cares? You're running a hotel. That's fine. You're having fun. You're feeding yourself. Like, this is how the Greek islands are. You're not going to make a killing here. Yeah. You're just not going to do it. So I don't know. I didn't even take it really all that seriously. And I, I it almost felt that because that's what it they're felt just, like to me. She they're, talks they're about just it. trying to throw stuff to give some tensions in this. Story, I also really. think it's to your point, like just to play some Ava songs about fucking money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Because that's a huge hit from again, them, and it's a great song. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's almost like it's a tenuous connection. So, again, they're There's just breaking that. out into songs. Like, they're yeah. just – what was – I wrote a note about one of the songs. Like, the stupid – like, the dancing socks, they're just dan – they're, they're not even really dancing. They're kind of just jumping. Yeah. Um, a lot of jumping. A lot of jumping lot on of beds. Jumps. Uninspired dance numbers. Like, they didn't have ideas. A lot of twirling. The winner takes it all. Like, just kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, again, in a musical uh, – I have a lot to say about that. I mean, scene. again, it's like it, – and this is why I don't like musicals because I'm ready for the dramatic <laughs> turn in a scene, and then it breaks in the song. But it's like – in a scene, it would be like, uh, you know, oh, you don't care about me. I don't care about you. Yeah, you don't care. You don't care about me or my friends. And, like, then it breaks out into it, right? But yeah. this, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm broke. Money. And, like, it just – there's no there's no segue into the songs. Yeah, you know what Besides I noticed? Besides at the end, that's this is actually why I liked SOS the most because I thought SOS actually had a direct cause and effect between – their relationship and their dramatic Absolutely. tension, yeah. and then it jumped into the song, and then there's dramatic tension in the number. Yes, and even the way Pierce Brosnan and they choreographed and filmed the scene with Pierce Brosnan, like his back to the wall, and they're separated. Yeah, it all that all worked. That's why I thought it was the best number in the in the whole thing. Yeah, the thing with uh when the when we go into the musical numbers in this uh, movie, I felt like I was watching music videos. Yes. Yeah. Like there was Bad there ones. was a lot of music video uh, tropes. Well, also, these. and this is uh, I didn't, we didn't even talk about this yet, but the sound mixing they're clearly all overdubbed, like a music yeah, video, even when they speak. Um, and it's really obvious in the beginning. You, I did at least personally just settle into it and forgot about it. Mm -hmm. But then I forget which song. I think it was Winter Takes It All, where I literally had that thought. This is one of those music videos where they're mouthing the words on set yeah. and they're just adding the, the soundtrack after. That was a weird, That's what it felt weirdly like. filmed scene too. It was jarring how it was filmed because it was a little out of focus. It felt rushed. A lot of yeah. these numbers feel rushed. Like that song where they, what song did they sing where they're on the deck and they all eventually jump in the water? It happens in early in the film. Oh. Uh, it's one of the famous ones. I just don't remember which one they were singing. Give me a minute. But like. It's, uh, I think it's Money Money. Maybe it was because she's in her overalls money. at the time. It, it, I think it was Money Must Money. Be funny. I think that's it. Yeah, and they're running down. Like so, like she's in the thing in the villa talking about money, and then they run down on the beach, and everyone Slow joins motion. them and starts yeah, it starts jumping and yeah. dancing, not really even dancing again. Yeah, and they all just jump in the water again. It's like we don't have ideas or we don't have time <laughs> to choreograph dance numbers, so just fucking hop around like a stupid shitty music video and film. To it. be fair, also we're talking about sixty year olds. Who okay? Get professional dancers behind them. 
Okay, that, sure. Yeah, you know I'm talking I mean? about the main stars. Yeah, who, sure. They have no training in any of this. Some of them are regular people. They're not exactly Adonises. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, so... They're uh, not professional dancers. I can't I get it. I'll give them some leeway with that. But yeah, the backup people should be clever. Real. I mean, SOS, you didn't have them dancing. No. It all worked. It was really Absolutely. dramatic scene. Lean into that. Yeah. These people know how to be dramatic. They know how to act. So lean into the acting. They'll just have them run around and jump no, in the water. No. <laughs> just, just do shit. No. Yeah. Do shit, Colin. Okay. Uh, you know what I actually really hated? And it's when we – it's after – it's right before Mamma Mia happens when she starts singing Mamma Mia. Uh-huh. And because the timeline is all Fugazi. It is? Okay. Oh, yeah. So we're obviously in contemporary world, right? Yes, 2000, yes, so it's yeah. 2008. Okay. What does Meryl Streep see when she sees her three past lovers? Oh, yeah. She sees them They're all as rockers. From the 70s. I, if Sophie's twenty years old, that would she'd be that would be nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, that's kind of pushing it. I just thought well, she's also sixty. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. She would have that kid at forty. Well, I there's think she, a lot of a lot of things going on. Yeah, here. Uh, oh, I see the timeline. Yeah, because those guys yes. are older too. It was just to have a joke because obviously when well, the place fair, came they, out was nineteen ninety nine. They dressed so. they dressed Colin Firth though, in like a spiked dog collar like it was punk rock that's in the late 80s no i mean it's the tail no it's not. 70s. it's not it's not it's he he was looking it's not because he also early 80s, he also says he got 70s, her Don, he got donna's guitar for 10 quid and his johnny rotten shirt yeah that's 70s. that's the 70s yeah 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 you're right you're right so yeah. they just move they just ignore yeah they're just yeah because like, they were just like because the play came out in 1999 2000 so th- uh, that's works for the timeline yeah to be fair so they don't eight they and don't have a 70s they so. don't give away what year it is so i but no like, but you're watching it it's like yeah this you is, have to you have to let us know it's earlier you know what i mean it's just all you have to do and even then there would probably be anachronisms when you watched it just fucking put 1999 or something right like that. yeah <laughs> that's all you gotta do um uh i noticed the black guy in greece yeah that was fun the guy who was who had it for the older woman Giannis or christina bransky yeah uh, i just called him Giannis. yeah oh yeah yeah, I just got that. Uh, like, yeah, she that was fun. Into Tanya, did he make? Did he fall on the cutting room floor because he pops up and has that number? And I, he's in it for like two seconds before that. He's only in it. He's in it to have. Uh, does your mother know? Yes. So right. we have to put this little subplot that is. Yeah, but it's not even a subplot. No, it's you just know, that yeah, scene. exactly. No, you know they, what I mean? they, they. He's around a couple of times, and there's just like two lines of dialogue but like nothing else then we just go into what the real main story is gotcha and then we just had we had to set it up very loosely just to have that number and we talked about it on july 4th when i saw you uh i I just don't get the uh curse christine baranski is sexy thing i just i just don't understand it again i didn't i don't i just got it as she's a well put together rich older lady who likes to bang younger dudes. I didn't get that she's like this cougar but I, bombshell, but I personally. But I didn't get but, how all the young guys want this woman. I just don't buy that. It's just this guy, though. No, but when she's doing, does your mother know? All the other guys are like fucking like jizzing their pants yeah, when they're yeah, dancing around her. Yeah. No, I mean, she's not hot. But I don't get it. And it's always every movie. Like how the Grinch stole Christmas. Jim Carrey fucking wants to. Yeah, that's true. Put his candy cane in her. She got that typecast somehow, and they stuck with it. How? Yeah, I don't know. 
You're like right. you said, she does have a certain uh, sex flair about and sex her. appeal. There is something sexy about her, I, but it's not. It's certainly not conventional attraction. No, she's odd looking to me. Yeah, and it, to be fair, she works in the Grinch movie because they all are kind of weird looking. So. Oh yeah, so it just put some weird makeup on yeah, her. Yeah, it works, yeah. but like I, I just every single time I heard like when they were singing "Dancing Queen." And like they're coming up and they're singing with the uh, like the hair dryer and stuff like that. I was half expecting either like a glass dildo or like did yeah. you see <laughs> did, you, did you see Peacemaker with John Cena? No, no, I haven't watched it. There's a scene in the first episode where he's singing along to a, a hair metal song, and he takes uh-huh. the girl's magic wand and he uses it oh, as a microphone, no. and he doesn't know what it is. No, I don't. I think he knows. He just grabs it. He yeah, just yeah, starts like, using it. And like I'm watching this, and I'm like. Are we going to reference how she's like over sexualized? Because that's what you use that for. Yeah. But yeah, instead, yeah. they go with hairbrushes. Right. right. And <laughs> a hair dryer. And I'm just, I'm like, listen, if you're going to be risque, I'll go a little bit more forward. Right. You know? Uh, I just, I don't know. It, it just made me feel weird every single time a young man was around her and they're like, yeah, I want some of that. I want some of that yeah. Tanya ass. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't buy it. Yeah, no, but that, that's I mean, true. That's me I, putting my own, I guess. Right. I don't. I guess I didn't. I don't read it that way because it was just like it wasn't like if they had a bunch of young dudes fawning. I get it. I get it. Happens in the number. Yeah. But in if the plot was a bunch of young dudes vying over her, then I would be like, no, 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 no. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. But one guy, one black guy who loves the older white woman who's real put together and yeah. and fancy and rich, like that works for me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she is kind of, and she she does have a again a sex appeal to her. She I mean, carries herself the first well. question she pretty much asks after like, hey, how how you doing? How Sophie? She, I mean, she asks uh, Donna, hey, listen, uh, are you are you having sex? Right. And that's when you have the drill bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Donna's like, no, I don't have the time. You know, <laughs> I was just thinking, well, I you know, I I was gonna get really dirty. I'll just hold it to myself. Yeah, okay. But like. <laughs> Uh, you know, I guess she doesn't need a man to satisfy yeah, her yeah. needs. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I just, I just found the Tanya character to be, uh, a little strange for my liking. Um, yeah. So some of the songs, like you said, how they just like prop up weirdly. One of them they is just pop out of nowhere. One man. of them is dancing queen. Yes. One of them is Dancing Queen. Out of nowhere. It doesn't make any sense. She, 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 why would you go with that song when Donna is sad about the th- her three former lovers coming? How is that supposed to make Nothing. her feel it's better? It's not even close. I don't understand. And I, obviously, I guess this is And then is they the go play, through the countryside. But like they couldn't come up with dialogue to sort of segue into Dancing Queen? Yeah. Like, it can't. It, it's not that it's hard. Odd At placement. least make it tenuous. And yeah. But this is like non-existent. I was half expecting like Lainey Kazan to like come out from the countryside and start singing yeah. when they started having the pours sing with them. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm dancing queen. Okay, we're just gonna keep going, doing all that. I, I, thinking about it now, I think you're probably right. There's a lot of weird. The songs don't totally match up sometimes well, with they, the it, subject material. Especially again, that first hour, none of the number. It didn't even seem like they're trying to match it up that's what pissed me off yeah where i'm like you are just ha- we're having a break now yeah we're having a break in the story mm-hmm. to sing an abba song yeah that's what this is because people love abba yeah you know people love are fun again john but- people love queen yeah people love abba it's a fun time 
It is. It's a good time. Don't I mind get the it. story. Just but you have the songs, the and you are deciding where to put the songs. Yeah. So you can build a plot around those songs. Absolutely, and they and they use songs um, when she's when Don is helping the daughter get ready for um, the wedding. The wedding. That's a breakup song, but they use it in a way uh, that fit actually fits yeah. thematically about I'm going to give my daughter away. Right. So and that, that works. The, so they, it's like I don't they, know why you they, can't do that for the other. Well, shit. again, it's like in that third act they figured it out. Yeah. Like the, uh, almost like they. Thir- it's almost like the writer maybe wrote the third act first. Okay. Like they knew how it was all going to end and they had really strong ideas for, oh man, these, this song could be about this. We could use these songs for this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And then they're working backwards. It's like, well, now we got to use the rest of the hits. It's like, oh fuck, they don't really work. Yeah, fuck it. We'll just put it in. And one, one of the other few songs that actually work uh, when it uh, when you're seeing in a movie is when they sing Super Trooper as Donna and the Dynamos. And that's because they did the whole Fosse thing with Cabaret. Yeah, and right. And they're actually performing the song. Yeah, well, that's the thing, a, right? So, so it they're, works. They're actually fitting the song quite literally in the movie. Exactly. And those were unflattering costumes. No, I didn't like that scene at all. I thought it was dumb. Again, oh, it's terrible. Well, again, they're popping up and everyone's like, woo! And like, yeah! And like it reminded me they're not even dancing again. They're just standing there in stupid costumes and yeah. singing like not that well. Well, they're doing they're doing the jogging and place dancing. Right. They're doing that shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the jogging man. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, maybe they'll the dance. You do. Maybe they'll deal the cards. Dance. Yeah. A little, roll the dice. Roll the dice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big roll the dice. Sir. Yeah. I do the jog. I do like a little or the, the, the lawnmower. Right. The lawnmower. That, that's what they were doing. And it was just to – they put that – and it worked. The how the actually use the use of the song works, but it, that all happened uh, just so she can give loving eyes to Pierce Brosnan because fuck the other two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if we're going to get to the bare bones of this story, fuck Bill, fuck Harry. It's the Sam and Donna show. Yes. <laughs> and they make it very clear she only loves Sam in this movie. Right. Like the other two guys were just – And like the other two guys were like kind of rebounds it sounds like. Yeah, the fun guys that she – yeah, exactly. Which you know that happens, in, and it worked in for all of us. Firth is in the movies gay. Yep, which kind of came out of left field, but like they, it's like they it needed. Does. Well, they needed like three different, uh, like emotional relationships, right? Too. So yeah. yeah, so Brazen's actually in love with her. Yes, Skarsgård's the lone wolf writer. He's no interest in having a family. He's he's he goes off and sails on his own. Yep. and then you have Firth, who's gay, so he's not going to be interested in her at all. Yeah, like you'd, you be, can't be, you'd like, be more interested in ha- in having the family element of it right. with Sophie. Yes. But, yeah. And also, you can't really make no him romance. married because then it's like, oh, a married man with kids got invited to his old lover's wedding and yeah. went. Th- that's that's also weird. No, you so can't. So it's like, oh, okay. So there's three very different ways to make it make sense. Yes. Uh, I agree with you. Um, what I found, though, when they were singing Super Trooper, I know you've never watched Sister Wives. Nope. Uh, I've watched Sister Wives a lot. Uh, every, it what, reminded explain me. Explain what Sister Wives is, just so okay. people so don't Sister, know. So Sister Wives is a very shitty reality show. I do not watch reality sh- TV. I watch this though, and it's so because you do, it's re- a, you do watch reality TV. Just one, just, just so one you know. show, and it's a terrible show. It's actually really, it's so bad, it's good. Right. Uh, but it's about a polygamous family. Uh, Mormons. The, the Browns. Uh, fundamentalist Mormons. Uh-huh. And. It's really about a shitty husband who treats his first three wives like shit, found the fourth new wife, <laughs> oh treats her like gold, God. and treats that's... all of his kids like shit. Like, it's a, it's a mess. But as the, the kid— So this guy, they don't bounce around families. It's about this one family? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's just one family. 
and uh, when the older kids were growing up and graduating high school or having birthdays or whatever, this they would do shit that reminds me of Super Trooper, where they were performing in front of their kids and their friends. And the family would. Yes. And you get secondhand embarrassment. Right. And Sophie is not embarrassed about her mom doing this with her friends. I would be horrified. Yeah. But okay, But this is different, though. You're in the world of a musical. Everybody's singing. We're sort of not acknowledging that this is singing. Can you imagine your mom doing that? No, absolutely not. And she loves ABBA. It's her favorite band. It is. Anytime Dancing Queen comes on, she goes nuts. I was just watching. I'm just like, oh, this is cringeworthy. Actually, like if you're. I wouldn't be able to handle my mom doing that ever. Uh, yeah, it was just – that's what I was thinking. I went straight to Sister Wives watching that scene. That's funny. Okay. Because it's very – they do the shit all the time. Uh, da, 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 da. So what happens after that? Uh, they're going to have the stag party the night before. Okay. Great. Yeah, and the uh, well, that which scene, just so happens to coincide with Don and the Dynamos uh, get together. Yeah, we'll speak. Well, just speaking more to the corny dance numbers and the whole like this okay. doesn't really work yeah. in a movie as well as when the guys come in with the masks and they're flying from the from the ceiling. Yes, Tarzaning it. Uh, Tarzaning it from what? Like from? Oh no, they I don't threw know. Ropes on the trees. I mean, there are there. Trees There's no trees there? there. There's no trees. How do they do it? And, you know, I get it from the rafters of a theater, yeah. and we don't ask questions because we're in a theater. And don't there's, ask questions. Yeah, and the um, the artifice of theater is different than the artifice of film. Yeah. Film, actually, you're s- supposed to erase the artifice in a lot of ways. You don't notice the artifice. In Correct. theater, it's there. So they probably did that. I don't know. I haven't seen the show, but they probably did that in the show where they're kind of hanging from the rafters and all that. Yeah. And they just copied it in the movie, and it yeah. doesn't work. The dance scene. So this is a good example of the theatrical adaptation needing to be adapted in a different way. Yeah. The dan- Again, it's a small thing, but it's dumb. When they're all dancing all together, the men and the women, and it's the choreographed, you know what I thought of? What? Not another teen movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, would, you would never guess all these uh, high schoolers are professional dancers. That's exactly what I thought, right, yeah. when I'm watching. We yeah, all, that's a musical, though. I get it. I, I understand. But when you're not seeing it, a lot of that like professional dancing, and then all of a sudden everyone just whips into – Yeah, that's true. Well, that's, a, that's an inconsistency, right? Like they, they have these bad numbers where no one's really dancing, and then all yeah. of a sudden they're dancing now. It's like this is the Very scene well. where we worked harder on and actually got choreographed, but we didn't have time to choreograph the earlier scenes. Yeah. And no one's going to care, obviously, because it made a shit ton of money uh, yeah. because it's ABBA mm-hmm. and it's all your favorite actors and it's uh, shot on a beautiful island. What I re- – yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that when we close. Uh, the location scout did a very good job in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, I actually hated this scene because they weirdly edited and cut probably my favorite ABBA song so to the point where you don't even really hear it that much. A gimme, gimme, gimme a man after midnight. It's okay. all weird edits because you go into it and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm getting into the song. I'm getting into the song. But now we have to see Sophie talk to Bill and say oh, in the middle, like, yeah. Yeah. With, when the party's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Bill, you might be my dad. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, hey, Harry. Hey, Sophie. Uh, I just realized I might be your dad. I, I'm going to be there for you, kid. Oh, yeah. thanks, Harry. That's great of you. Hey, Sophie. Hey, Sam. Uh, I think I'm your father. Yes. Will you walk me down the aisle, too? 
yeah, right. sure. I'm going to be there for you no matter what. And like, as they're talking, then we go into the chorus for that song. And I'm just like, you're ruining the, uh, the cut of the song. And as they go into the song, it's like a very awkward cut. It's almost like we, they didn't know how to transition into that scene. Yeah. 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 I get that. Which I, you know, I, I hate edits like that. I really don't. I, it really takes me out. Um, you know, it was interesting to see, I guess, how each of the fathers, well, prospective fathers reacted to her telling him of this, though. Bill runs away. She has yeah, to chase yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny. Get in the fuck. I got to get out of here. He's a, and it's yeah. specific. Listen, that's fun and specific. Yes. Yeah. Um, whenever I was watching uh, Skarsgård, though, in this movie, especially towards the end and how he, his cadence, I was just thinking about his character in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like kind of that he talks the same way in that movie. Yeah. And this was before. I don't know if if anyone's ever seen Girl with a Dragon Wait, don't, Tattoo. Don't spoil it. You gotta oh, spoil okay. it. All right. Move on. Move on. Okay. I don't want to spoil Girl with a Dragon Tattoo on a Mamma Mia podcast. Okay. Anyway, that's who I was. That's seeing a great. That's a, that's a great movie. I I recommend it. Yeah. I well yeah. I love that. I was gonna talk about something, but yeah, sure. It's a great movie. It is. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking of that, and I'm supposed to think he's just a a buffoon like a buffoonish seat by his pants guy. And I'm not yeah. just because of his voice uh-huh. and his mannerisms. Um, what else are we up to? Well, I mean, we're kind of towards the, the end now. Now I, we get, now it's, you know, go time yeah. essentially. And so let's talk about the last scene. We don't, it doesn't have to be very long. Um, and this, uh, I, I actually really like the scene. I think first this, off, it, this is when though, this is when the movie farcical. changes. This movie changes from Sophie's story to, to, to Donna's, Donna's story. story. <laughs> and that's where we find out, oh, this isn't wasn't about Sophie at all. Oh, no, right. And end. this is where Donna is her most selfish, where she just pops up while the priest is talking. Oh, goes, I, I wrote all so many notes about that. And and is like, Oh no, your father has to walk you down. And it's like he's here. It's like, oh no, I know he's here. It's like, no, you don't. And then I thought, did you think when you first saw this movie that she was going to introduce a fourth man? No. I thought she was going to say, I thought she was going to choose, say, one of them. So she's like, no, you don't know that they're here. And then I realized, oh, her and the daughter are still playing on the idea that they don't know that the other knows. And I'm like, oh, really? I thought they both found out at one point. So that was confusing. And also I'm like. Bitch, sit the fuck down and let your daughter get married and yep. don't make this about you. Yep. We can go through the dad thing afterwards. Yeah. So that was annoying. She tramples over her own daughter's wedding. Yeah. Worse worse than Dustin Hoffman in The Graduate. Yeah, that was worse. Way worse. I would do I I would have been like Bitch, shut the, shut the shut the fuck down. We're getting married. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's a priest here. Like a Scottish priest. Yeah. <laughs> Scottish I guess they're Catholic. I don't know. I have no idea. I, like <laughs> Sit down. This is rude as fuck. It's not about you. This is her day. Yes. Donna makes it about herself. Uh, and, and then, and then like, all we of accept sudden... it because the daughter doesn't care. And yeah. then the dads all pop up. Oh, yeah. Once they realize, oh, Donna's just going to take control of this, all the three da- all the three dads are like, all right, well, I'm going to put my two cents into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fuck this wedding. You know, whatever. <laughs> I'll be your dad. <laughs> Harry says, you know what? I'll be a 30-year dad. Who f- I don't want to know. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Gold jacket, green jacket. Like, what just happened? What's happening here? What just happened? And then Bill decides, I guess, oh, man, I'm going to look like a real piece of shit if I don't get up there now, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, too. I'll be part of your Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, Fuck it. 
Like he won't, and he won't. Oh no, he fucking won't. So he'll, he'll send you the five dollar bill in your birthday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> send you a postcard from France. You know what I mean? So I, so I'm like, oh, this is what this is about. And then she just turns to her fiance and goes, "Let's not get married." Yes. Like we should just travel the world. I'm like, well, you're here already. Yeah. You love each other. You should just get married and go travel the world. Here's the but. Yeah, go ahead and. I'll well, I will say. Yeah. And maybe I was being a curmudgeon because I hated that. <laughs> but then as soon as they walked out, I'm like, okay, that was done. And then Pierce Brosnan proposes to Meryl Streep right there, and he's got a ring too. Wow. Yeah. Whew. And Prepared. I thought that was fun. That's where it got. Oh, then just, and fun well, yeah, it just I'm became like, oh, like fucking. I'm watching, and then that yeah. was a realization for me. I'm like, you're watching a farce, yeah, and this is what it's meant to be, and it's a good cheesy fun time. And I actually, it it actually allowed me because I it, it happened so quickly where I'm like, oh, really yeah. didn't fucking turns get married. on a, turns on a dime, and then I'm like, ah, you're being too hard. That's not what this movie is. It's farcical, mm -hmm. and we end a wedding to <laughs> begin a new wedding again, Shakespearean comedy. Yep. Um. And I was able to enjoy it, so I actually did end up liking that scene. I will say, yeah. What I, I what I hate hated though, I hated so Sophie's choice. Uh, yeah, which is weird. <laughs> uh, I hated what she did, and I'll tell you why. Uh, the whole point of one of the things they talk about in this movie is how she's essentially living her life for her mom. She's not doing the things she wants to do because she worries about her mom and she, yeah, she she works for her, works too. for her, doesn't know how her mom will handle her being away. Uh, and Sam, uh, Pierce Brosnan's character, is really the one that's trying to tell Donna and then later Sophie when they have their talk, like, don't you want to live for yourself? Right. Don't you want don't you want your daughter to live for herself as well? To leave. She's got ta she's a talented uh, artist, whatever. They gave her something. But like she should, you know, learn for her own self and what yeah. she wants to be and what sh who she is. And. Um, what I hated about that is that it was always very clear in this movie that she wants to get fucking married and yes. she doesn't want a big, big wedding, but she wanted a, a nice, simple wedding with people that she cared about. And you even fucked that up. And in the end, instead of choosing to live for her mom and be happy for her mom, she just uh, to live, you know what I meant. I, yeah, I yeah, misspoke, yeah. but to live for herself and to be happy. She for chooses. Herself. Uh, I'm just gonna do what Sky wants to do and be happy. He doesn't want to get married, so let's not get married. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She chooses. So she's just substituting one for the other now. Yeah. That's how I really viewed it. Oh, I didn't see it that way, but yeah, you're kind of right. Stand it. Because I, she I does actually say, hate it. I know you didn't want this, like almost, and and he's like, "Oh, thank you, babe. Now we can go fucking go off." Yeah. Which, which why? It's a red flag. Yeah, he's a red flag. Remember, remember at the end when when they're on the cliff before Pierce Brosnan comes in to talk uh -huh. to her, and he, he's like, he does say a good thing to her. He's like, "Listen, uh, finding out about your father is not finding it about you," which is yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. That's a right. correct statement. But then he's like. I don't know if this is going to work. And he, like, runs away. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's a dick. Why does she want to marry this guy? Right, yeah. Who does You're getting married in two hours. I just don't know now. Listen. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> That's true. That's what true. A I didn't think of that. Fuck boy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but they gloss it over with fun music and cheesy, corny uh, stunts. So it uh, 
Yes. yes. <laughs> you're able to eat. You're able to swallow it. Oh, yeah. Um, so then they get married. Donna, yes. Donna and Sam get married. Uh, they uh, do a sing version of a toast, uh, which I won't be doing at your wedding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could definitely sing it better than Pierce Brosnan. I'll tell you that much. Well, let's talk. We'll talk about that at the end. But yeah, let because that, that's the best part. Well, let's finish this <laughs> off because uh, yeah, and that's when we well, find out Colin Firth is really gay because he does the tango. Yes, uh, and with they, the, the guy, and they really laid on thick. Laid on thereafter. thick. Uh, Bill is running away from Julie Waters constantly because uh, that's how we have to get in. Take a chance on me, which is another great Abba song. Yeah, yeah. And he's fucking. He doesn't want any part of it. She beats in him into submission until he agrees and makes out with her. Uh -huh. And then the like a water main breaks, I guess, with the crack. No, or no. What was so, that? What's going on with that? So I want to talk about this. Became so, raining men. So either, either, when they have like their first, was it during Mamma Mia where the where there's a, or it's, uh, it might be before that where the the crack happens right, in the middle. It, yeah, it was around that time. So yes, with the fish. And then it's supposed to be this. Uh, sort of big climax at the end where a geyser comes through and they say it's like the water of Aphrodite. Yes. Right. So it's like okay, the symbolic yeah. thing. Yeah. But again, this seemed, I haven't seen the play, <laughs> but I have a feeling that this theatrical device was in the play where they had worked. some effect and it worked Yeah. and they probably, there was more attention paid to it because you're probably looking at it on stage the whole time. Yeah. And then it breaks out into it at the end. It doesn't work in the movie. No. You, the water just blasts. They're like, oh, the water of Aphrodite. I'm like, oh, yeah, there was a crack. Yeah. Like, it kind of just happens, and it doesn't even look like a geyser. It, does it just looks just like happen. a sprinkler. It just happens. Yeah. And it also and looks like the the it looks like the water, like they stood underneath, like, uh, like a ceiling. Yeah, at like a park. How like the park, like them. have the water at the park. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I could. So they took this from the play, and it was supposed, and it worked yeah. in the play because that's how the play probably ends. Correct. Uh, that's much more fun and interesting and uh, stark mm -hmm. on stage mm -hmm. in a movie where there's a hundred people in the scene and they already have the big wedding and stuff. Now you have the geyser is, and they're just saying the water of Aphrodite. We're just saying that as Mamma Mia plays. Yeah. And uh, everyone's hugging and dancing and kissing. And yeah. what I noticed in this scene is uh, how great of a shape both Pierce Brosnan and Colin Firth are in. Oh really? They're in good shape. For, I mean, for, they are. I mean, Pierce is, probably 60 something early 60s and Firth is probably what late 50s at this point maybe or mid 50s yeah i would think earlier younger than that they were in good shape and even still in scars is in seven no close to 70 now Firth might have been like look it up check that out he looked uh, good though and so did pierce Sc i feel like scars guards look the same for years scars doesn't change his hair got gray that was really it scars guards got that weird where like he's like in shape but looks you know what I mean? Yeah, he was he was forty seven when this film. Forty seven. Okay. He's only sixty one right now. Okay, uh, he looked great. I thought. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. <laughs> that's what, that's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. noticing. You know, both of those guys looked really good. That they were taking their shirt off and yeah. you know everyone's <laughs> everyone's looking good. Um, and that's and then the, the movie ends with both Donna and the three dads. Sending Sophie uh, under the moonlight. We go back to the Disney song from the uh, beginning. And she's sending her on her way with Sky, And uh, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And then we that's go about into it. the credits where they sing uh, Water Room. They have a few. Yeah, they, they sing two songs, don't they? Oh, I, I shut it off. Was they like, started oh, a second song. And yeah, I just moved on. Because <laughs> um, I don't like yeah, Water so, either. So I didn't. Listen, it took me two showings to get through it. But. 
Mm-hmm. That was more because, you know, time thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I didn't hate it. It's not a, it's a whatever film. Uh, what score would you give it? Oh, also, wait, 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 before we do that. Oh, the singing. Well, because. In general. Let me say, we spoke on the Top Gun podcast and you, did, did we speak on the podcast about it? What? That you thought Pierce Brosnan's worse than Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah. I did not think he's worse than Tom Cruise. Tom oh, Cruise is worse. okay. Let me, well, let's, let's, we're going to have a discussion about He's this. worse in Top, when he's singing that karaoke shit in Top Gun, I haven't seen the rock and roll one. That this is it, a controversial, this is controversial on you. Brosnan wasn't that bad. Oh, he's it's just bad. My man. He's just bad. Okay. The worst singer I heard before Pierce Brosnan <laughs> was my dad. <laughs> My dad sings like Pierce Brosnan, where Tina's dad's worse. I uh, guarantee okay, he I can't doesn't wait even to hear sing. That. My oh, da- he's not. It's not even close. My dad, bless his heart, and he really gets into it. It's like Pierce Brosnan when he's singing. He's, he's trying yeah, his yeah, hardest. Yeah, yeah. My dad would sing like "Love Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me." That song. He thought he could sing like Jay and the Americans and uh-huh. Queen. You know, the hard singing songs. Right. And my father's <laughs> tone deaf, and it's some of the worst shit ever but it's like endearing and that's how i took pierce brosnan like as i'm watching it's still endearing yes singing. right but it's it's awful it's not good it, it, listen i can't believe you think tom cruise is worse i thought pierce tom Brosnan's cruise the in worst that singer gun, i've ever heard no it, uh, watching dude rewatch that top gun scene where where cruise S-O-S? is trying to sing that karaoke and that's why we're that's why i said it's also great and awful i laugh at sos all the time because Pierce Brosnan's singing is just so flagrantly bad in that. It's not good. It's bad. Because and he, you could even tell that they. Well, he does the he does the talk singing like he's in the yes, B, like he's in the B fifty twos exactly because like he can't Love sing yeah. exactly because he can't sing. When you come yeah, but at <laughs> least trying. like at least for me, I'm like, hey, he's got a he does have like a nice speaking voice. Yeah, so that adds to it. Like Cruz is nothing special in like in terms of his voice, and Cruz. I just thought had when he sings has like no charisma in it when he's singing. I just I found him worse in that top. I thought that Top Gun scene was so cringeworthy <laughs> where it was almost unbelievable that he had any effect on her and that all the guys were rallying behind him. I would have been like, this is really awkward. It was just so I'm just comparing that one scene. Oh, man, I completely disagree with you. I, Pierce Brosnan is the drizzling shits. <laughs> he is so <laughs> I have had beer runs sound better than him. Oh man, I did. I just thought he was bad. Oh, I didn't think he was egregious. Like you're making him sound like he's the Keanu in Dracula of of musicals. Like I, this is to, yeah. He was honestly to this that musical, is a good way. Keanu was. I did not think he was that. Bad. I don't think I've ever seen any musical or listened to anything that's as bad as Pierce Brosnan singing on a professional level. Well, that's going to be – you can't compare him to musicals on stage or musicals on a soundtrack because they're going to have real singers. He's not a real singer. This is no. what movies do, right? They adapt musicals. What's the one with Tom Cruise where he's in it? Apparently, everyone Rock sucks. Rock of Ages. Him. Rock of Ages, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. bad. Apparently Even Catherine plenty. Zeta-Jones is bad in it, and she's a good singer. Right. Okay. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's bad. I'm not that going mo- to. I, that I will not recommend. I'm not, we're not going to do that movie. That's a shitty movie. But, you know, movie. I've heard – Tom Cruise. I I watched a bit of the scene for like two seconds. It came on like a. No, he's not good. You know, I I don't. It sounds better than what he did in Top Gun, but it's not good. And it's and sounds... he's doing his speaking singing, isn't he? Kind of. No, he he sings some songs. He sings some of that hair metal shit, and it sounds a lot better than Pierce Brosnan. Okay. 
I'm telling you, I think it's one of the worst things ever. I w- but I listen to SOS all the time. I listen to that, that version might be of why. SOS. Uh, wait, his? I listen to Pierce Brosnan's version of so SOS. So apparently you like it. Because I just laugh at it. I think it's hilarious. <sighs> also, the music is really good. Yes. I'll say that because I, like I like ABBA and I like their songs. I think they do a good uh, good way of like musical-fying ABBA's songs. Like the production okay. value. Yeah. Of uh, the instruments themselves and how they did it, sure, I think is impeccable. They're, it's a, they did a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other singers, Colin Firth sounds like Herman's Hermits. He I, can't I, sing. No, he can't. None, none of them. The can, men can. The men. Amanda. S- she could sing because she's a really good singer. Yeah, yeah she's the best singer. She's an excellent singer in the in the yes. movie by far. Very good singer. Streep's not a good singer. She, frankly, no, she's not. She's, she's she's a lot better than every other yes. person in this movie. Correct. Correct. Because everyone else is dog shit. So yes. Stellan Skarsgård doesn't even try. Doesn't even attempt. Doesn't even try. Uh, Christine Baranski is awful when she does her uh, musical numbers, and Julie Waters is a clown show. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing missing. Her character is pretty useless in this. The film. only thing missing is uh, the big red nose. Yeah, <laughs> and white makeup because it's a clown show. I'm yeah. sorry, you know where's the carnival? Uh, so yeah, I didn't. I actually liked Meryl Streep's singing. Uh, she's not. She's not great or anything, but like I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, I liked it. I'm be honest, I, 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 I was able to enjoy Pierce Brosnan. Maybe because you primed me though. That oh, it's the worst <laughs> thing you'll ever hear. So I was pleasantly surprised, and I was like, "Oh, this is uh, just not good." So meet, meet. Okay, that's yeah. that's my guess. But honestly, I trying to listen to it objectively, I didn't find it horrible. I just found it not good. Oh, it's, it was just bad. It just wasn't good. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> and you you talked about before we go this the winner takes it all scene, and I yeah. hated that scene. And that song is like a miserable song. Uh-huh. It's that's like that song was made when ABBA was going through like they they were all breaking up with their marriages. So oh, it yeah, made and that, it made Fleetwood Mac look like they're all together. Right. Like it was really bad with them. And I'm just and how it was performed. Also, how like Pierce Brosnan just shows up. They're about to do the daughter's wedding. and He's just like, we got to talk about this now. No, it can wait. It can wait, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Really can wait. I can't do this right now. I got my daughter's wedding to do. Right, yeah. And then she goes into this really miserable song. Uh, very sad. And how it was shot was awful. I, That's the worst scene in the movie. Like, actually. I, I think so, too. I agree. It's jarringly bad. Uh, especially just also I didn't find I was it jarring because I, I found other bad scenes. I thought it was – I think it was just, just how it was filmed because it was out of focus and this, Meryl didn't me, know, Meryl didn't know what to do. Pierce didn't know yeah, what to so do. That to me was the most music video ish of all the numbers, where it was like shitty yeah. '90s music video where they're just standing around in a. Oh, she was singing like an R and B singer from the '90s. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like Mary J. Blige. Yeah, and like yeah. on the mountain singing, and the winds they put blowing. The, yeah, they put the wind machine, and, and the cameras yeah. moving, and like panning. Like that's that's what that was. It was yeah. a bad music video. Yeah, it's yeah, a corny music video. Really bad. Uh, they should have done something about that. Yeah, it was a music video without a budget because that's what they would do. They would just oh, go it was to a like nice someone location. took took their iPhone and yeah, and they would just play it. the soundtrack yeah. over them lip singing. You know. Yeah. 
yeah, and th- that's really, I guess, the movie. What score would you give it? Oof. I wish I remembered what I gave Bohemian Rhapsody because I think it's better than Bohemian Rhapsody. As a really, I enjoyed it more. Yeah, I enjoyed Bohemian. I mean, but I love Queen. It's different. Yeah, I love Queen a lot also more, I love, but it's it a love different movie. But I just, I just don't love musicals. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, you know. Um. Forty nine. Forty nine. Yeah, I would like give that. it. I would give it a fifty. Yeah, it's a. F- I think the critics give it like a fifty five. That's about right. Yeah, I think, I think what this movie is. It, sorry. No, it's okay. I think what this movie is is I like, you're doing nothing on a Saturday. You're just hanging around. You're channel surfing. It's on. I'm gonna leave it on. I'll have yeah. fun with it. Oh, I won't. I will change the channel. <laughs> if it's the last. <laughs> last 40 minutes so i'll just put an abba record on instead so if the if the first hour was as good as the last 40 minutes yeah it could have been pushed to 61 that's another thing the pacing of this movie is a little weird because certain sections of the movie go real quick and then some sections feel like they last forever so a little weird the the like first 15 minute like that there's like a middle 45 minutes until you – the first 15 minutes are pretty much fly back because you're learning a bunch of shit. Yeah. It's sort of after Streep sees the three guys that to me Mama it Mia. really fucking slows down. I agree. That's yeah. when it really slows it down. Long. And then after the stag party, mm-hmm. when they're all – when all the fathers find out, yeah. then it then it kind of races to the end. But mm-hmm. that middle portion uh, stalls. It drags. Um, I agree. So if that la- again, the last forty minutes, if it was fun and connected as I thought it was, and the numbers were besides winner takes all, which I did, think happens around there, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, the numbers and the acting and the relationships, if that, if you had that level of quality in the first hour, it's still maxing out yeah. at like a sixty-one, but it it could yeah. have made it into uh, <laughs> fresh territory. But as of now, it's it's around a 50, 40, you know, yeah. 48, 49. That's a good one, too. But around a 50. Because I'm also putting in the context of what it's supposed to be. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it pretty much accomplished that. But it could have done a lot of things better. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. This could have been a better movie, I think. Um, but they, they weren't trying to go for that. They were just trying to and go. And they didn't need to, obviously. They made fucking $615 million. A it lot wasn't of really going to make any more. Let's, uh, uh, let's talk about that before we go. This movie was specifically released the same day as The Dark Knight. And ballsy that was move, man. very ballsy move, but they knew a bunch of dudes would want to watch the The Dark Knight and their wives, girlfriends, whoever, uh they'll need something to watch if they don't want to watch Batman. And it wound up really working out for the for the company. Yeah, I mean over 600 million. It's a lot of money. The count It's one of the few times where I've actually seen like counter programming actually work. And yeah, it worked, made a lot of money, and good for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it took well, so long for the sequel to be made. What year did it come out? 2008. No, the sequel. The sequel. Oh, a couple years ago, I thought. A few years ago, not that long. You know ago. that one actually got really good reviews. I checked oh, it no. on the really. Yeah, I got like a 79 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. And I bet it's I bet it's one of those things where the critics were like, "It's a big, this is a big tentpole movie. We can't." Uh, it's probably worse than the, that. I bet. The I bet it's. I bet it's just as bad. I bet it's just as bad. I re- I'm telling you, man. When I saw that teaser, and all of a sudden I just sh- saw Cher walk in and do the Cher thing, I'm like this is gonna be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it looked awful. Yeah, and also I mean, she, you know she plays again. you know she plays Meryl Streep's mom. No. Yeah. What? Shares Meryl Streep's mom. Right, so I don't. So I don't know. So that, I don't know if it's like flashbacks. That's what I'm, I'm hoping. Oh, I think it is. I'm so hoping yeah, shares yeah. in flashbacks. So so in a flashback to, because there are flashbacks. Okay. She's that's how she's. In yeah. It. So she has to be in it that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 75 million budget, 400 million worldwide. <sighs> Another hit. Uh, wow. Yeah. Critical response. It got um, a 79. Dude. I've never. But an average score is 6.3. You know what I mean? So like the Metacritic's probably is obviously going to be lower. I will never watch that movie. No, no. Me neither. Never. Me neither. <laughs> and apparently a third film is in development. Oh, God. It just got. It, Why? It got delayed because we, of COVID. We know all of ABBA's songs. We don't have any more. After months of postponement, what ABBA released do? their new album, Voyage. Oh, God. They have a new album? In November 2021. Because I know one of the wives refused. Some of the new ABBA songs written for the band's reunion could feature in the soundtrack. Yeah, because one of the women refuses to ever work with the other three ever again. Is because of the husband? She doesn't get along. Yeah. Oh, and she never. Want nothing to do with it. Right. I want a regular life. Just give me the damn yeah. royalty I checks. I mean, they were – I didn't see it. It wasn't a document. I saw some little mini doc on them, and, they, I mean, it was it was crazy how big they were. Like, it really yeah. did ruin their lives. People don't realize how – They were massive. I mean, like, they were, like, at one point the biggest band in the world, right? Yeah, they're one of the biggest-selling uh, artists ever. It's crazy. Like, it's – That's so crazy. They, yeah. Some of their records are, like, Beatles-level big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, that was Mamma Mia. So next two weeks, we're doing something a little different. Yep. We are basing, uh, this on the, so Chris listens to the desert. Oh, wait, you talked about this on the last podcast, didn't you? The uh, desert no. Island discs. Cause you said, oh no, never mind. Yeah. You have to cut this part. No, we don't. Uh, we, so, we, we, we recorded them ahead of time. Gotcha. So we recorded ahead of time because we're going away. Yep. Uh, eight movies that you would bring in a desert island with you. The rules being, well, this will be explained on the podcast, but the rules being uh, you have to choose eight and one uh, item that you can bring with you. Mm -hmm. Eight movies, obviously, where there's a magic projector that you can use that never breaks or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you get to keep Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Star Wars trilogy. Yes. So you don't have to choose between those, but eight yep. movies. And then you have to save one film if a storm comes. Oh, yeah. You save one film if a storm comes, and then uh, the inanimate object that you get to bring with you can't have any communication with the outside world, uh, anything like that. The storm film, yeah. th do you have to choose between The Lord of the Rings and Star Wars as well? No, like you always have those. So you're always going to okay. have that one. Okay. That's the one film you're going to save. Okay, so, cool. Know, that will be the next two weeks. Um, so the next film we do will be a surprise after that. So uh, we'll figure that out when we're away. You can tell. Yeah, me yeah, yeah. Do. We'll do it. Um, and that's it. That's Mamma Mia. Okay. Uh, it's on Peacock if you want to watch it. It's on the cock. Yeah. It's on the cock. Watch it on the cock. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess until next time. Bye. 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 bye.